Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this podcast on the essential skills of NLP. This is a series of 10 free podcasts introducing the fascinating field of NLP, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming. If you've enjoyed these podcasts, you can get the rest of the entire series directly from the iTunes store. Simply search for me, Phil Parker, or Essential NLP to find it. Hi, a very warm welcome to NLP Essential Skills podcast number four. If you've been following it so far, you know that we've done a general overview. We looked at two really important things in Module 2, Podcast 2, which was rapport and state, rapport being the ability to communicate effectively with people and feel like you're related to them, and states being working out, are we in the right state of mind for whatever we're doing in any particular moment in time? And then in Podcast Number 3, we looked at the, the neuroscience behind change. We looked at neuroplasticity and particularly how there's a massive linkage between what we say, the words we use, what states they generate, what neurology they build. So that's where we've got to. What we're going to look at today is issues that naturally stem from that. So one of the problems we've got is how do we ask people what their problem is without generating more neurology and more stability in the problem state? And we talked about this in the last podcast. The easiest way, it seems, is to minimise the amount of language we use that is problem-based. So when people naturally come to see us, we have a tendency to say, what's the problem? It's much more useful to say, what can I help you with? By turning our language in this way, we start to immediately direct them to finding the solutions that they want. So though, of course, we want to check in with them and find out how they're getting on, at the same time, we need to ask these questions in a very careful way. And the easiest way to do this is something we call framing, which means to say, look, what we're going to do is we're going to very briefly be discussing what your issues are, how we can help you. But we're not going to spend a lot of time doing that because where we really need to focus on is in the second phase of the session, which is how can we make a difference? And this brings one of the really important distinctions of NLP, which is much therapy, counselling and problem solving is normally focused on the why question. Why are things the way they are? And although there's some value in that, it's a massively overused question. People seem to ask the why all the time. But asking the why focuses again on the problem, on the past, very often who's to blame, who's responsible. And although that can be useful, and certainly our past does influence to some extent how we think about ourselves in the future, Although it can be useful, it's not nearly as useful as the how question. Replacing the why question with the how question is almost always much more useful. NLP structures this in a very particular way. Once we've gone through the what kind of brings you here and what can we help you with, it moves into something called well-formed outcomes. Well-formed outcomes are a fantastic way of helping people to structure what they want but in a way that very clearly steers their neurology in the right direction to help them to get it. If you're involved in NLP or coaching or management, these are really essential skills. They're similar to things called SMART goals, but they're even smarter because of their understanding of how our neurology works. 
The first question we ask is a fairly obvious question, but a very important one, which is, what do you want? The important thing about this question is its answer must fit two very precise criteria. It must be stated in positives, and it must be something that's deliverable. So let me clarify that. Very often when you ask people what you want, they will say not to be anxious, not to be stressed. However, as we discussed previously, all this does is re-stimulate the neurology they don't want to be activating, the neurology of stress and anxiety. This is why we insist that the answer is stated in positives. And we coach and assist them to turn this from I don't want to be stressed to what actually do you want? Very often, just explaining the idea of neuroplasticity clarifies for them why exactly it's so essential to start to use positive language when they're talking about what they want. The second qualifying criteria is it has to be something that's deliverable by them. So often, people will state what they want in terms of they want somebody else to change, somebody else to be different, or some external force to provide a solution. On reflection, we can see this is not a very good way to work, but it's such a common way that people have when they get stuck. They feel they've exhausted all the possibilities of things that they can do about a situation and are now looking elsewhere for other people to change or for some external event to provide a solution. But we need to recognise that we need to take responsibility. We can only really effectively change ourselves. That's the thing we have most power over. As we know, trying to change other people rarely works. Changing ourselves is the most effective way to use our energy if we want to get a difference in our lives. So once we have a very clear idea of what it is that we want in positives and it's something we can deliver, an interesting thing happens. Not only do we get a clarity as to what exactly we want, but also by exercising our brain in this way, we start to get much more familiar with what that's going to be like. We start to generate the new pathways, the exact pathways we need to make these changes, to do these behaviours, to change our beliefs and to see this future in the way that we want it to be. So these questions are not just let's set some goal questions. The purpose of these questions actually is to get our brain in the right state to do the thing we want to do. Remember going back to podcast two saying this is absolutely essential. Get our brain in the right state. And in fact, when you look at all these questions of the well-formed outcomes, all of them move us towards exactly the state we want to be in to get the solution, to get the job done, to get the behaviours, to get the belief change, to get the results that we want. The next question does exactly this. The second question is, how will you know when you have achieved this? So you have your desired outcome. How do you know when you've achieved that? By answering this question, we once again stimulate the neurology of success. We're asking you here to think about what does it feel like? What do you see? What do you hear? When you have achieved your goal, how do you measure that? Technically, what you have to do is go into the future and sit yourself right down in the future where this has occurred and feel what that feels like. By doing this, you generate a whole set of new neurological pathways that takes you exactly into the zone that you need to be to make the changes you want. By asking also, what do you feel, what do you see, and what do you hear, which we'll cover later on, these are called representational systems, this increases and encourages the development of new neurological pathways.
So the second question is, how will you know when you've achieved it? And what would you see, feel and hear in that place? By doing this developing and strengthening like a muscle that goes down to the gym, those pathways that get you what you want, it makes it much, much more likely for you to achieve this. And the third question we're going to ask, which is about halfway through the well-formed outcomes, is what is the first step? Now this question is very interesting. First of all, it's the solution to being overwhelmed. Very often we won't at attempt a task because we just feel there's too much to do. If we ask what's the first step, it becomes something much more manageable, a bite-sized piece that we can feel comfortable with. So if we say to you, okay, write a book, that's quite a big thing. But if we go, if you were to write a book, would it be a paperback or a hardback? Would it be a novel, fiction? Would it be a manual? What would the colour be on the front cover? What might the title be? By doing this, by breaking it down into smaller steps, it becomes reasonable and our brain can get its head around it. The other important part of the, the first step question is once again, it sets us in motion on this task. We think through, oh, I could do that, I could do that, or maybe I could do this. And each time we do that, we're moving beyond where we were stuck and starting to step into areas we haven't been into before and to claim them as our own, as a part of the territory we're definitely moving into. So this question, what's the first step, is a really, really valuable question. Now there's some other questions we're going to ask in the Well-Formed Outcome, but I'm going to save them for the next podcast. I'd like you to just play around with these three starting points. What do you want? Making sure it's in positives, something you can deliver. How will you know when you've achieved it? Making sure that you describe it in detail, what you feel, what you see, what you hear like you're actually there, having achieved it. And thirdly, what's the first step to achieving that? Play around with these both in your personal life and in conversations you have in your business or therapy work and you'll start to see that these very clear questions start to shift and move things forwards rapidly because they're utilising the skill of the brain to develop new neurological pathways which is exactly what you need to do if you want to create change. So ditch the why question on the whole, move towards the how question and start with these three very simple ways of asking what do you want, how do you know when you get it, what's the first step. Look forward to hearing how you guys have been getting on with this. Please send me some comments about what you want me to talk about more. Uh, if you want me to go over something again, if you want the transcripts, send an email to phil at philparker.org and really look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. If you'd like to get hold of the rest of the series, you can purchase them directly from the iTunes store. Just search for Phil Parker and Essential NLP. You might also like our newsletter, which you can sign up for at philparker.org. It will provide you with free bonus content on these subjects, information about forthcoming seminars, and all sorts of stuff that will support you in learning this. So that's philparker.org. Essential NLP. skills for a great life.